Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Describe myself in two words, rich and unemployed. These stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bored. Deposit hit chicks, clearing ace. Nothing void. I know that ain't my ex calling. Null and void. Where we going? Money going up. Money counting. My money going up. Right. She still counting. Welcome again to the Rich and Unemployed podcast. And we got a very special guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself. If you ain't know. Oh, what's up with it, man? It's the kid Pushman Mitch. You already know what time it is. Got one of the biggest rental car agencies in Atlanta. Got cars in Miami, Orlando, Houston, LA. Doing a real major. And you know what else? We teach people how to get in the game too. So that's that's what's lit. All right, bro. Let's get right into it. All right. You do a lot of interviews with with everybody and you talk about the tarot. You give them the A to Z formula. Right. You you, you show them about your courses. You teach them about credit. Mm. But today I want to get a little deeper. Okay. So every day I see you on IG. Every day you on live, you having master classes, you're teaching people the game. Like, what is pushing you to go hard every day when you already making money? You already said you're making like 300k a month. So like what is it? Like what is your the driving force? It's impact now, it's not money now. So uh money clearly that I, I used to focus on making money. Uh-huh. And then I and I found out the reality of it is just the value. So when you chase money, you know, you can't use $100 to get $100. You can't mm. spend $1,000 to buy $1,000. So that lets me know the money not worth nothing, really, because money just pays for things of value. Mm-hmm. So then that just taught me to just be like, let me get myself more valuable and try to find as much value as possible. So I'm always putting out value, always getting their rooms, learning value, always sharing that, that value. And when I learned that I share value and, and, and then make myself more valuable, then money just comes to me. Versus the opposite. Does it ever get draining? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It can get draining, but I make sure I take the time to, you know, take a few days off, and, you know, just uh, disconnect for a little while, then I get back right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really the impact is what keeps me going to answer your question short and sweet. Like, when I see people out in the street that be like, yo, I watched your interview, it changed my life. I took your course, it changed my life. How does that feel, though? Like, how does that feel crazy. when somebody just walk up to you and be like, bro, you changed my life just watching the interview of you? Bro, I feel crazy. They be telling me they be watching it like 25, 30 times. They be like, I'm talking about, I ain't even watched the interviews. My damn Yeah. They be like, I don't watch the interview 25 times. I find another gym every time I watch it. I'll be like, that's crazy. So, you mean, that, that, that's what I keep doing it for. It's the impact. It, it ain't about me. It's just about them. So I'm just like trying to make sure everybody can like, I've been able to achieve financial freedom, being able to live abundantly, travel where I want, do what mm-hmm. I want. Because most people do what they can. 
You feel what I'm saying? Like I do what I want. I mean, you really until Bust you up. make money. Until you make money, you do what you can. Right. You live in where you can. You don't want to live in a house. You just only can live in that house. Mm-hmm. You driving what you can. You don't want to drive that. You just drive that because you can. So when you make money, those are people who do what they want. So I want to help people be able to have the options that they want. They don't got to have the car I got, but they want to be able to get the one that they want. So I like that. I like to help be that force. You know what I'm saying? That's real though. For sure. I was having a conversation with Fitz one day, bro. He told me like. Bro, that's straight grind from Mitch. Like, he had 1,500 followers not too long ago. Oh, yeah. And it just shot up to like 60. What what you at? I think I was like 64,000. Yeah. Yeah, and that was not even a year. Um, But I think it was just, um, I just was new to it. So, I mean, it was a given if I put that out there. I just put, the reason why I think it like transferred so easy Mm -hmm. was because I I didn't do no fluff. It was just my regular life. Mm -hmm. Because I was already eating in the rental car game before Instagram. Yeah. So the only thing I did was just show them what I really be doing. So a lot of people be trying to build a character, do all yeah. this, but really I just did my own. I just gave them my regular life, and I was like, here, let me let them show a little piece of what I got going on. But you know, and that's what transferred to the people that organicness. So I don't got to make up when I do conferences, like we say, you see me speaking and stuff all the time. Yeah, I don't rehearse, I don't write nothing down. I just go out there and I just speak from experience. So the difference is very clear. People know the difference between that transparency right there. Let's go back, right? Let's go back to, you was homeless at one point, right? Yeah, I was homeless, which was crazy. Um, all right, so just to explain the story, I used to, I was living with my sister. So I, I, this is when I first got to Atlanta. I got to Atlanta. How long ago this was? Oh, this was in like 2010, 2011. Okay, right. 10 years ago, all right. Yeah, yeah a long time ago. And uh, my sister, she was, uh, she was married to this guy. And a long story short, I ain't had nowhere to stay. I was, you know, in between time. In the meantime, figuring out what I was doing. I was getting ready to go back to school and play ball, or I didn't know what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I was trying to find out. But in the meantime, I stayed with her. So I was living with her. You know, her boyfriend, this dude is crazy. Or is her husband, I guess. He crazy. And uh, he, this, I'm talking about literally a mental health cat. Like, yeah. you talked to him one time. Like, me and you will know, but, you know, women just... Right. So I'm like, oh, this dude, mental health. <laughs> Long story short, mm. I spilled some water on the carpet, or my brother spilled some water on the carpet. You know, he was up there for the summer. He still was in high school. So he spilled some water on the carpet, and, and then dude get mad, and we get ready to fight in there. And, and you know, he ended up kicking us Kick out. out. My sister got a ride because that's her husband. So, you know, the vibes, we was out in the street. Only thing I had was a Cadillac. I had a 93 Cadillac Seville. That was my first car. Sheesh. So I basically planned to either... Um, go to my dad. My dad live in Philly, so that's mm. where I'm from. I was like, I can go to my dad crib, take the Cadillac, fill it up, go drive out there. I'm working at Applebee's at the time. It's like I could either go drive up there. I call my mom. She she was working overseas. She was in contracting, so she like kind of worked alongside the military, but she wasn't in the military. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you know, one of those contract people who do like the food over there. But they made like 110 a year, so she wasn't coming back. But long story short, I called her. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> I'm like, yo, sis kicked me out. What I'm supposed to do? She like go to a shelter. So at that point I had those options. Like I sleep in my car, go up to Philly or something like that. Or, you know, do what I did, which was go to one of my friends, it's a female um, <laughs> who worked at Applebee's. Mm. She let me live with her. So she was like, yo, just come stay with me. She stayed in a one bedroom apartment. So to make the story funnier, when I, when I first went over there, it was just her. But she said it was her mom's apartment, but her mom was like a full-time nanny. Uh-huh. So she lived with whoever she worked with. But mom's like quit or something. She came back home. So then it was me. And then my little brother was with me. Cause like I said, we all got into a situation with her boyfriend. So it was me, my brother, staying in the one bear apartment with Shorty. 
And then her mom came back. So Miles was there and then her older sister came back. So it was all of us living in this one bedroom apartment. And the story is crazy because, you know, every day her mom used to come home. Like I was working at Applebee's. I sucked. I'm not a good cook. Mm. I was a line cook, like on the fry side of Applebee's. So they cut my shifts. And they was just basically like, um, nah, you can't, you ain't really up to speed, so we're going to cut your shifts. So basically, it's like I'm not working. I'm just at the crib all day. Miles would come home and see me and be like, man, don't work. He don't eat. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Crazy. So that was like at my bottom. Like, I'm just broke. So uh, so I'm homeless. Uh, that I'm just living there. So I'm just at their mercy. I have my little laptop. I call myself wanting to be an artist, so I think I'm doing music. I'm recording with the headset. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, I'm bummy. I'm <laughs> bummy as bummy get, though. So I'm on the couch. Shorty, I ain't have no bread because they cut my shifts. I ain't make no money Applebee's. And Shorty still worked there. She a um, waitress. Uh-huh. So she can like, she used to be able to uh, bring the free food home for us. So she was bringing us Applebee's. We eat Applebee's every day, me and little bro. So um, long story short, um, I got lucky. My brother knew some people from Savannah. And they moved up to uh, Smyrna, like Marietta area in Atlanta. And they was like, yeah, we, we, you can move in with us or whatever. And I just had, I, after all that time, probably like a month and a half, two months, I was living with them. No money, no nothing. Let me cut you off. It's like, what was your goal back then? Like, what was like, what were you trying to do back just Man, I was, trying to, I was like trying to figure out life. I, yeah. My plan A was basketball. I was a hooper. So yeah. like I said, like I, I played, I was supposed to go to Gardner-Webb. I dropped that. Um, I'm supposed to uh, go overseas. I'm hurt. Dropped that. So now I'm like, let me figure out what I want to do. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do next because plan A is just folding up on yeah. me. So I'm just working. I don't know what to do. I ain't got no entrepreneurship background. I don't got no business background. My family not like business savvy or none of that. So I was just trying to figure it out. And I was just broke and homeless and living with this, this female and her mom and mm-hmm. her sister. And I didn't know what the hell to do. So that's where I was at at that point. That was like my lowest point. Because there's a lot of people in your same predicament. Well, in that predicament, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of younger guys that's trying to figure shit out, yeah. trying to figure their way out, and they watch you for inspiration. Mm-hmm. They're on your page every day. Like, I was in LA Fitness today. Mm-hmm. I'm walking out. Dude stopped me. He's like, bro, I need to fix my credit. I was watching Mitch shit last night, bro. He was talking about uh, credit, <laughs> and that's going to be his next move. And teaching people, like, bro, I just need something, bro. He's like, bro, I'm basically living out my car. Damn. And I was like, damn. I was like, bro, I think Mitch was homeless too, bro. Yeah, it's a fact. You know what I'm saying? like, Literally. And that, and that Cadillac broke down. Like, so you give a lot of people hope, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm asking, like, what keeps you motivated every day? So yeah, like, it's so crazy, bro. At the end of the day, like, we we think that, I mean, even when people see me, they think I come from privilege anyway. They yeah. be like, yo, you, you like a suburban kid. Me and my little brother, we, we went to CarMax, ironically, because I know your boy was talking about CarMax. We went to CarMax to uh, sell a car. Yeah. And, the, and the female just got blowed at us. Me and my brother just talking in there. We just talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to sell this car. We got five, six. This is years ago. But mm-hmm. We've been already had like 20, 30 whips. Yeah. So we just like, um, she like, oh, yeah, y'all, we could tell y'all come from privilege. You know, everybody don't got it easy like y'all. I was like, that's crazy. We don't look like where we came from. Yeah. So a lot of people think that, you know, when they look at me that I've been around, had it, but I didn't. I was like I said, I was homeless. I didn't have no financial background. I had nobody to help me. I had to really get it from the ground up. But what you'll find is that all of us think our bottom, like that's, that was my bottom. We think that's the end of the world. Yeah, for sure. Like when you lose your job, when some, everything going wrong, you think that's the end of the world, but really it ain't. We can, if we know that at rock bottom, it's not gonna kill us and we're gonna be able to bounce back from it, I would be trying to go do everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll be trying to f- chase my dreams. I'll be trying to start businesses because we know at the end of the day, whatever, the worst thing that could happen is I gotta go back to what I'm used to and do it yeah. again. Yeah, so yeah. then that's, that's the reality. So we all gotta just keep going, <laughs> keep going. 
You went from homeless to a $1.2 million grip? $1.3 million $1. grip. $1.3 million grip. Nah. Respect on that shit. Yeah, you know, I had to actually pull some of that out of my bank, so it got to be official. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but yeah, no, nah, I got a $1.3 million, million dollar crib. Um, I'm about to close on a $2.3 million crib now, so it's dope. Yeah. yeah. And I got that with like a, a business bank statement loan. So for people who don't know what that is, I mean, Same. all you got to do is two years of business bank statements. You start any business, you just have... A 680, 680 and 700 don't matter what your uh, actual previous home was, none mm -hmm. of that. Don't matter what your uh, tax returns look like, they don't care about that, they just count your bank statements. Two years bank statements, only this, what you deposit, not what you take out, and you can get whatever crib you want that you know falls under those guidelines. They're gonna count up every, all your statements, uh -huh. whatever they say you average in, that's how you get approved for the house. So I actually got approved for my first house, 2.2 mil, but I only use 1.3, and then now I'm using 2.3, on my next crib, which is gonna be way more square footage. What you gonna do with the crib? Oh yeah, I trap them out. Everything I do is leverage. I don't pay right. for nothing. I don't pay for none of these cars y'all see me in. Uh -huh. I don't pay for none of these houses y'all see me in, these flights, none of that. I don't pay for none of that. My customers pay for it yeah. or the bank pay for it. It's OPM. We a leverage, we in a leverage game. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, clothes, all that, jewelry, none oh. of this. I don't pay for none of this, my customers do. You feel me? <laughs> and then I write it off. Yeah. So it's a business write-off. At the end of the day, you got to understand that. I don't care if I got to start a jewelry company to write this off. This, mm -hmm. is, this is free watch. That's you know what's what up. People don't understand that when you start a business, all of the stuff that you are spending to make your business make money is a write-off. Your employees that you're paying that's your, on your payroll, that's a write-off. Yeah. So if I, if I start a company and I'll be like, yo, I got to get you to you know, get my cameras together, everything. I paid you two, two racks. I got to get that two racks back because that's sure. for my business to be lit. People don't understand that concept. So everybody would start businesses. They understood that. Instead of getting paid by somebody else telling me what I should get making, I, I can go shake everything I want. Go make whatever amount of money I want to make. Yeah, I'm tripping, bro. Like, I paid cash for this, this watch. You know I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it backwards. But, I mean, I wanted to watch because I know, like, by me looking like this, I'm drawing attention to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's branding. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. That's for your business. Yeah. That's for rich and unemployed. That's for fraud. That's for all that. So, you know, everything you do should be a write-off. Um, like I said, even if you had to start a jewelry company, it takes yeah. two minutes to go on inkfile.com, you know, rich and unemployed jewelry. You even bought the jewelry to, to promote your jewelry brand. Mm -hmm. It's a write-off. Write-off. Bam. Give me that money right back. I appreciate it. At the end of the year. Oh, I took a loss for 20 G's, man. It ain't work out like that. Yo, who I, taught you all this? Like, how you Bro, I'm learning from experience. Experience sometimes the best teacher. Yeah. But, you know, I was getting in the right rooms. I always pay to be in the right room. So, you know, I know you'd be saying me at all these conferences and stuff like that. I'm learning from my peers. Um, I'm getting mentored by people unofficially. Yeah, you know what that yeah. means? So a lot of people, they, they got the excuse. They don't, they don't have the money to pay for mentorship, right? Which mm -hmm. is crazy to me because... That's a whole long story. But let's just say if you, I want you to be my mentor and you, I look up to what you do, I look up to where you at, how you moving, I see you successful. I don't actually got to pay for your mentorship, especially if you got social media. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go on every day and show me what I need to be doing. All right, he promoting every day. I see he advertising every day. Check mark that, advertise every single day. All right, cool. When I go to his website, it's a direct link to everybody to sign up for, to get, you know, recontacted with a contact email, phone number, all mm -hmm. that. All right, I got to have it on my website. Bet. All right, cool. So he got the, he got the jewelry and stuff like that. That's a uh, perception. So he got people perceived that he's making a lot of money. So cool. Check. Let me get the jewelry. Let me get the drip so they can, you know, believe the messenger. Right. So I can literally follow what you're doing without even paying. I can see 
what you're doing. Every day you over here um, giving out value. Okay, cool, giving out free game. When you give out free game, that makes people want to buy your products because they wonder what you're selling if you're giving that away for free. Mm. So I'm learning by watching you. So you mentoring me without even that. So clearly I'm at conferences with Grant Cardone, Akon, yeah. all that. I'm speaking in these conferences now, luckily. But before that, I'm able to go see all they doing. I'm like, damn, Akon pulled up in this and he did this. When he got here, he did that. You know, his website, oh, he told everybody to text this number. So once I text that number, it got my information. He's been, he been sending me ads ever since then. Yeah. I should probably do that. You feel me? Yeah. Easy. Like, it, we make everything hard, but it's right there in front of our eyes. We just blind to the game. I think people just want, like, somebody to just walk them through each step. I want, I want somebody to sit right here and tell me everything when it's really right there in front of their face for real. Everybody. I'm talking about from any celebrity, everybody, when it, what they doing. You can see what people do. It's not... It's not like if you want to run stuff like a big business, just go to a big business's website. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. it's not it's like we make it hard. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, t I went on Dave Shands and I told him how to get a million dollar loan. Right. And I was just like, before I learned how to get a million dollar loan, I had to go apply for it. That's the only way you know how to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to tell you all the underwriting guidelines after you apply for it. I'm apply for a million dollar loan. I go to my bank. I want to get a million dollars in funding for my business. Here's what I got. That's my credit score. That's my LLC. This is my paperwork, my uh, taxes, my statements. And they're going to say, all right, cool. The reason why you ain't get it was this, 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 this. Boom. I know what to come back with. I come back with it. Mm -hmm. They give me the million dollar loan. I'm like, oh, bet. So that's the, how simple stuff is. But we don't want to do it because, uh, you know, we, we don't like the word no. We don't like rejection. We, don't, yeah. we fear failing. But at the end of the day, we've been really failing our whole life. We've been broke. I, people, it don't make fact. no sense to me that people are scared to fail when we've been failing our whole life. We've been broke right. our whole life. Right. Nigga, I'm about to fail then and see <laughs> if I can make it make sense with it. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference, though. You said a lot there, though, bro, for real. <laughs> you did. Damn. <laughs> nah, people don't get it, bro. I'm not, I'm not trying to teach that. And that's the, like, I could teach you how to make money all day. Business mm -hmm. is easy. I don't want to say easy. Business is simple for simple. any business. T-shirt company, uh, credit repair company. Every single company is all backed by the same thing, like structure. It's, right. it's simple to start. And then clearly you need funding, advertisement, marketing, employees, right, in the system. Once you got that, business is simple. So I can teach anybody business, but the mindset piece to go with it is the most important part. So, because everybody can't do that. So I know how it'd be like, you, you probably making a lot more money than you ever made. So you try to tell your family how to make money. It's hard as shit, right? Right. It's the right. mindset piece, though. That's the only reason. The you can show them how to do it, but their mindset ain't going to make them disciplined. Their mindset, right. like, it's, it's not going to make them show up every day for themselves like they do for somebody else. That's conditioning. Like, when you go to a nine to five and you, you're running late, yeah. your stomach hurting, like, oh, man, I want to run in. You can't. That's something that's in them. So you got to make them feel that for their own company. They ain't going to do that. So that's the mindset thing I teach every day. That's why I get on live. I'm like, look, man, you got to show up every day. You got to be able to self-motivate. You got to be able to get rid of distractions. Your family and friends going to ask you for money. They're going to hate on you. You got to keep going anyway. Mm -hmm. People like some people literally be doing good and one person say something bad. How many people got like a, a page? They post a, a picture that's raw as fuck. Everybody like, oh, this shit hard. Like fire, fire, fire. One nigga. That's lame. Yeah. Oh, man. The whole night fucked up. 80 people yeah. said they like it. One person said that's because they mindset not, that's not ready for the success because that's what come with it. So some people don't want that. What about putting your bros on? Like mandatory. Like, My brothers work with me, so. Was it did you have to shift their mindset though? Yes. Still shifting it right now. Yeah. Still putting them in the rooms, trying to expose them to the rooms. So I mean, you can't force them to do it, but you can expose them to the idea. Mm. You feel me? Because we men, men is for especially for men, it's way harder. So for to switch a man's mindset, yeah. man, they gotta switch their own mindset. So it's like even if I put the idea in there, 
right? I put, my, I put the idea in my brother's head, oh, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And then he was like, nah, man, I can't do that shit, you know what I'm saying? And then two months later, he's going to be sitting by himself in the room, and he's going to be like, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's true. But he got to make the decision himself. It's like you got to kind of trick him to believe in himself. Because I know, especially my brother, I, I'll give y'all a personal story. Like my brother, when I was still, um, when he was working at Grady, he was uh, doing security at Grady Hospital. And I, I had told him, I was like, yo, I want to go start a kiosk in the mall. We're going to have to work. You know, me and you going to go alternate shifts. And we just gonna sell products out the kiosk. Yeah. My brother said, "How much money are we gonna make? <laughs> how much money are we gonna make?" He was like, mm. "I don't know." I was like, "I was like, I don't know. I don't know how much you're gonna make. It just it depends on what we do." And he wasn't feeling that because most people need to have security, especially if yeah. they never did nothing before. I need to be able to guarantee I'm be able to make this money because I got bills, I got a daughter, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So that was my brother's fears. But I was like, "Nah, we can do it." And then to make a long story short, uh, we didn't do it because me, I'm gonna tell you why I didn't do it because I wanted my brother to do it with me. Since he said no, damn, plan is out of the door. I don't want to do it no more. For sure. So I, I went and did a different business. Now, he didn't do it just because his fears of why it wouldn't work. So then later on, I figured out that, you know, regardless of whoever is supporting me, I got to keep doing it anyway. Because nobody going to be there anyway when it's time to pay them bills, when it's time to do everything else that you got to do for your life, when it's time to pay your kids stuff. Everybody the, the lead character in their own life. So... That taught me to say, okay, cool, fuck what everybody got going on. I'm going to make it make sense. If they jump on, they're going to jump on. And then this is me. I'm speaking strictly how my mom was working at the time. But that was all in ignorance. What it was was the messenger, right? So, again, it goes back to the perception. So now that I'm on, now that everybody see me with Lambos, mm-hmm. now that everybody see me with, I can show my actual 800 credit score. Yeah. I can show my actual, you can see that I got cheese, you can see my house. It's all social proof. Now that people can see it, I can become the messenger that I can tell my brother, okay, cool, we can start a kiosk and make money. Now you're like, bet, okay, cool. Yeah. Because he can see that I, I was yeah, successful, more right? Uh-huh. So it's perception. It's the messenger. So I had to learn that people watch your, your feet more than your mouth. So I can say whatever I want to say. Mm-hmm. I can get on here on this podcast. Yo, you can, you can start seven figures right now. If they can't see and prove, especially because I'm black too. Remember that. That's perception. Mm-hmm. It's, all in, it's in all of us. Yo, they see me on them lambs and all that. Scammer, first thing they think. For sure. I'm scamming. I'm doing something crazy. I can't just be legitimately a businessman. Yeah. I got 11 companies. They don't give a damn about that. You're a scammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's all it is. But my perception is that to some. And then my perception to other people is that, okay, cool. Whatever he's doing, I want to do that. And I just so happen to use my influence and, and do it in a legitimate way to where everybody can see it from A to Z. Like, here's my problem, right? I done had situations where, like, people around me, homies... They, they know the process, right? They mm. see me doing it every day mm-hmm. and they can't duplicate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to step in and actually kind of push them. Like, we know the same knowledge. It's like, okay, you know the tour game. I know the tour game. Right. But you 10 times, you know what I'm saying, ahead of me and I'm just still fucking around with this Toyota. It's right. like, we know the same game. But it's like, some people just ain't got that mindset. Literally, that's all it is. It's the mindset. It's the belief. It's like belief, sheer belief is the only difference between people who go crazy and who don't. I think when they that's when they come across one hurdle, it's like, man, fuck this shit. Oh, that I is. can't get my credit right, man, fuck it. That is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got the money to put down on this car, fuck it. Man, the mindset got to be yes or yes. Is For it sure. going to work or is it going to work? For sure. If it ain't that, then if you that's something that you can't teach. I can, I'm telling you, that's why all it is is we try to inspire them to come to that thought themselves. Yeah. But I cannot teach it to you because I got it in me. I know that no matter what nobody do, I can't go broke. Impossible. I know too much information. I know too much about business. I know too much about leverage. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Literally can start another company up, have it be a seven-figure company in no time just because what I know. 
So now it's all because I believe it though too. So it's mm. going to work because I know it's going to work. The difference between me and, and somebody else is ah, it might work. It might, it's, I know it's going to work for sure. All I got to do is keep going and keep doing it. I get in the right rooms. I don't, I don't play no games. I wanted to get millions of dollars in Airbnb. I'm going to go to who making millions in Airbnb and pay them for their mistakes. I'm going to get somebody coming back from where I'm trying to go. Somebody else going to be like, I'm going to try to go to YouTube and, yeah. and Google it. Like, yo, it's like, you going to go to YouTube and Google University. I'm going to pay for somebody who making millions in that industry already. Mm-hmm. Pay them for their mistakes and then shoot straight to the moon. You're going to be over here trying to figure everything out. And I'm already 25 steps ahead of you because you don't want to pay. And you're going to pay more than me. For sure. I could pay 50 racks to somebody who making a million on Airbnb. And you still going to pay more than me fucking up. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Wasting time. And that's most people don't, are it's it's all about the mindset. It's perception. So we all grew up like that. We got a we all got a worker bee mindset. We all went to public school, most of us. And that's what they're training us to be. So when you think outside the the normal trajectory, it's awkward to most people. Mm-hmm. So most people think that way. So I'm gonna come live like, yeah, I ain't go, I, I would rather not go to college for four years and learn from somebody who is not making millions of dollars in the industry. They're teaching me from a curriculum, from a book. Yeah. I don't want to learn a traditional curriculum. I want to learn from the billionaires. I want to learn from the millionaires. I want to pay, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. I want to pay, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos. I want to pay Grant Cardone. I want to pay Master P. I want to pay Akon. These dudes who made millions mm-hmm. already in business keep continuously doing million dollar deals. Jay Z continuously doing million dollar deals. Goes to court, wins a million dollar deal, and have enough money to help, you know, Twenty One Savage and then when they get in trouble. Yeah. I want to learn from them. I don't want to learn from no dude who's who showing up every day for a professor job that he don't want to go to. You feel me? And that's the difference. So most of us think that's more normal. Oh, I'll pay 70 grand to get a tuition and I won't pay this dude two grand to get yeah, a tuition. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a steal. The information that I know, that you know, that anybody else who, who does any type of business knows is like, it's, it's, it's like priceless. But we only charge in a certain rate just to get people in the door. Because if you don't pay, you don't pay attention. So if we gave it away for free, nobody would do shit. Right. Like, it's a fact. I give away free stuff all the time. As like a, I go on live. I'd be like, yo, for, since it was like 500 people on the live, I'm going to give away two free mentorships. I'll, I'll give away two free courses. I go look at how much percentage of the course they completed, 0% or 12%. They started the intro. Shanene called them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boom. It's over. I forgot all about that free course that I got. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay nothing. I didn't invest nothing into it. I don't have to take it. It's going to be it's going to fall asleep and die in that email versus you using it. Now, if you were to pay me two racks for it, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, I got to get my two racks back. Got to. You pay me 10 racks for it. I got to get my 10 racks back. Then you learn how to make 10 racks every month or every day or every week. You know what I'm saying? If I make if I make less than ten thousand dollars in a day, I'm a fucking panic. I'm a panic. I'm gonna be in this shit sweating. I'm be like, damn, on it. I got six grand, something like that for the day. I'm gonna be tripping. Mm. But that's just because I'm on a, on a different space now because I'm continuing to grow. Like when I had my, my first mentor who I followed, personally, like I say if I unofficially had a mentor, I follow him, I got all this game, I might have paid for his mentorship. After that, I go to the next one. I go to the next one. It's not one person that builds up because I'm myself. You, you. So if, I'm, if I take your mentorship, I'm not gonna have your same success. Right. But I could take pieces and jewels from what you did and apply it towards my swag. And then I can go past you. I can be underneath you. I can be right there with you. But as long as I'm following somebody who's coming back from where I'm trying to go, I'm going to get closer than when somebody who's just trying to do everything by yourself. You can't do nothing by yourself. I would have never been here. Like handouts, too many handouts. Your network's strong, bro. Like you be around Bitcoin Rodney. Oh, yeah. Brickle Cigars. You be around David Shands. You be around all these high level people, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I know that's motivating. I know that like, that's motivating you to get more because I know most of them got more than you. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. So, like you probably, probably in the middle and then you got all these, uh, like with me, like I don't have too many people around me that's just high level for real. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you be around me first. I, when I was in the room with Dave Shands, you was in that room. For sure. So you doing the same thing. I was let me doing. tell you about that, right? So let me tell you, like I paid 20K to be in his mentorship, right? Right. And at first I was like, bro, this shit is not like, I'm not getting none out of it. This is for like the podcast shit. Right. I'm like, bro, I'm not getting none out of this. And it's like, all right, he invited me to that. And I think just by going to that right there, bro, I seen Matty J, I linked up with him. I seen you there. I seen uh, Gooch there. Yeah. All these people like, all right, boom, now shit's starting to open up. Now it's like, all right, I see the worth. Right. Then I started uh, talking to Donnie. Donnie Wiggins, like mm -hmm. that opened up another door. Absolutely. At first I didn't see the vision, like bro, I just paid 20 racks for this podcast shit. It's like, bro, I could have did this shit myself. But it's just, I'm paying to get in the room, paying to be around these certain type of people. That's, it's that's like, exactly it makes sense. That's exactly what it is. See, see me, um, a lot of people be in your same situation. When they, especially when they pay for those high mentorships, like 50,000, yeah. they be like, damn, I paid 50,000, man, I was supposed to get this, this, this. But really, it just, for me, if I pay for any mentorship, any conference, I'm trying to go there to get one jewel. That's all you need That's for real. it. Yeah. And then the networking. It's not a, if you go to a 10 conference, you're not there for what they saying on the stage. Mm -hmm. It's the room. That's where I've made the most money. The room. Even knowing you, like you, I know where you're gonna be at. Yeah. You might not even see where you're gonna be at yet, but I know where you're gonna be at. You just gotta keep going. And you're gonna be there. But while you since you paid to be in a room, you you went in there willing to to learn it. Yeah. Like if you didn't, if you were just in there and you you was getting the same experience, you wouldn't look for that resource. Yeah. But look to talk to Matty, look to talk to Goose. Look, you wouldn't, you'd be like, man, I'm just another, I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah. But since you paid, now you motivated, right? But at the end of the day, I just need one jewel. So if I go in there and somebody tell me, just like I'm gonna tell you a play, like they told, like I, I learned, remember from, I think it was from Neil. And then it's so crazy that I found out later that Neil got that from Dave. Mm. And I told the same play to Dave later on. Yeah. And then use it, and it's a, it's a play that I make more, more money than most people with. So long story short, Neil told me to play that they make like 20K on their birthday, right? And I said, bet. And I learned a way to make that 20K every single day by making it into my own from getting that one jewel. Uh -huh. And he gave me, like, like in two seconds, he gave it to me like, yeah, yeah, all you got to do is this, how I get 20K on my birthday. I was like, all right, bet. So he told me, I ran that play on my birthday. Mm. I made it 20K, cool. And I said, well, shit, well, you don't really got to only do it on your birthday. I mean, you just got to do it to where nobody can see it. So long story short, I'm like, I'm telling Dave to play candidly. I'm like, uh. Dave, yeah, you know, Neil told me this play. And uh, I learned to make this every day. And this is how I do it. He said, whoa. And he the one who originally had to play. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. But either way, so I just need to get one jewel. And I get one jewel like that from a different person, not the person on stage. Mm -hmm. Just me working the room. Yo, yeah, man, what do you do, man? I do this, I'm Mitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Or somebody saying, oh, man, you know who Mitch is? He do this. They throw me in there. Either way, the networking is, is expanding because of what I told you when I first got on the podcast, the value that I put in myself. I just got, so, I'm putting so much value in here that, they, that when he meets you, when he meets you, when he meets you, they talking about me. For sure. Same thing when I meet y'all. Like, yeah, you, you been on this podcast, bro? Shit crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go talk to him, man. You need to get on there. That shit crazy. That shit, that shit in Atlanta. Uh-uh. He gonna take care of you. Da -da -da -da. You feel me? And and that's how it go. That's the, the relationships is more powerful than anything else that you're gonna do in any of them conferences. Them relationships. You'll make a meal faster than anybody trying to do it by themselves. You can sit, lock yourself, be full focus for a year in your damn shit. Mm. And I'll go out and meet five, six people and then run up the bag on you just because I meant them. I got a question for you. Somebody asked me today, bro, I went to get something to eat and this lady stopped me. We was talking, chopping it up. She asked me like, what's your 100 year plan? I looked at her like, 
bro, I'm only probably gonna be here for like another 50, 60 years. Like, mm. what you mean? What's, she was like, the hundred year plan is like, okay, what do you plan on leaving behind? Like, mm -hmm. what's for your kids and what's for their for their kids? For sure. What's your hundred year plan? Man, like, listen, I plan on having so much value and so many assets to lead to my kids in a trust that is crazy. So I'm establishing that. So um, I always talk about my 10 year plan, but I definitely have a hundred year plan for sure. Yeah. Because um, it's a book, it talk about it. Um, poor people think day to day, middle class people think month to month, rich people think year to year, rivers people think decade to decade, right? So that already had me, my wheels spinning. So yeah. I'm setting my stuff up. And I always think like that. So whenever I'm, um, Divide, you know, devising my plans and stuff. Like I always think way out. Like if I do this now, what's gonna have me right here? Mm -hmm. So long story short, me, I, I plan on having an abundance of real estate. I'm gonna keep using the bird method. I'm gonna continue to grow my portfolio. I'm gonna uh, put everything in a trust, and then I'm gonna pass that down to my kids, and then you know let them have a percentage of it. I think it's gonna yeah. be controlled by a corporation though, just to make sure that nobody takes advantage of it. Mm -hmm. But I, I will definitely be leaving a lot of assets and income for my family for sure. So. I need to have at least over 100, 200 properties, no less than that. You ever plan on leaving the Toro game? I mean, I'm not in the Toro game. Cardinal game. Cardinal game. I don't. I don't see the point to leave it because it's such a, it's a, it's a relationship building type of business. Yeah. So me being in the rental car business, I get to meet people, even like you know Kevin Hart, Jamie Foxx. You met these people? Yeah, just by renting out cars. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I drive my cars for free. I have a write-off for it. I have yeah. a company. Just like I can go get me a G-Wagon that weigh over seven tons. I can go ahead and get, I mean, uh, over, I don't know, I want to say seven tons. It actually might be seven, but uh, it weighs over a certain amount of weight. That I can write the whole vehicle off so I can buy cars for free, mm -hmm. write them off. Use that company as leverage. I can always have a relationship piece when my people come in town. I can give them a nice whip to drive. There's no reason for me to lead the game or at least have a company. But I don't, I don't do none of the uh, daily operations or nothing like right. that. Right. My brothers run the company. You're the so. spokesperson. you the, you the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over. I just know the game and I know a lot of other businesses, but my niche is rental cars. So that's what most people know me for. That's dope, bro. I yeah. think I'm about to get into it, bro. I need like a couple foreigns, a couple G-Wagons, a couple Lambos. You just got to make it free for you. It shouldn't be no expense. This should be just free. Oh, like, for sure. I ain't paying for every, nothing. You know, you see what we pulled up and we pulled up for this interview. We got the Lambo, the Bentley and like the, what's the Z06 yeah. outside. Yeah, I pulled up flexing. Yeah, sure. yeah, but that's what we pull up everywhere. Like, it's yeah. for a reason. It wasn't, it might not necessarily be for this podcast, but somebody might have seen us who won't even talk to us. And then later on, they'd be like, yo, I remember the day you pulled up Atlantic Station. Y'all uh -huh. had all this. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. And, you know, that's where you can find me. And then that's more leads to my business. And it might not even be them. It might be their friend that need a car. It might not be them, their friend that need a car. It might need mentorship. It might need credit repair. But they're going to remember me and they're going to remember that long ago. I had those whips, and mm -hmm. then still to this day, I got those whips. If you would have seen me three years ago, I had those whips, and yeah. still to this day, I got those whips. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? So they going it's it's, yeah. it's a lot of fluff in the game, but you know we, you can't fake that for too long. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's that's pretty much what it is. It's perception. It's the jewelry. It's the lifestyle. We we becoming those messengers that they can receive these this information from. And then it's all it is is my job now to give them real good information, help them fix their credit. My goal is to make a million millionaire. So when you become a millionaire, if I gave you a tool to help you get there, I'm gonna feel accomplished. I got the you course. Tell your kids that when you tell him that when you tell the whole squad and everybody becoming millionaires, I'm gonna feel accomplished because that's the impact that I want to make. You know what I mean? So a lot of people show me love, and I and I love it. I, people show me love for teaching the game I teach. And, and it's just that impact. So I, I love people being able to get those options that we always wanted. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm from, I ain't from shit. For so. sure.
you know, roaches in the kitchen. So now, man. if I see a roach, man, we moving out the building. Man, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> roaches and rats, man. I thought it was normal, bro. I, yeah. I really thought that's how every house was. I remember yeah. thinking that when we lived in the crib and it didn't have roaches, I would like always look for them. <laughs> I would look for them. I'd be like, yo, yeah. ain't every crib supposed to have roaches? Yeah. Now, if a crib got roaches, man, I probably won't be able to sleep. I'd be scratching all night. Yeah, yeah. But I remember telling a story. I was like, yo, man, you know how it is, man, when the... You hit the kitchen lights, cockroaches. Man, you know how it is. They'd be like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you know, I, but everybody from where I'm from, we know what it is. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm from. So I don't want nobody to have to deal with that. That's crazy. Nobody should live like that. That's what's up, bro. Bro, you dropped a lot of gems, bro. Like too, too much. And then even <laughs> we barely talked about cars, bro. It's like you oh, really kind of talked about just straight mindset, bro. That's it. That's it. It really don't matter. And that's really the key. Yeah, it don't really matter about the cars. It don't really matter about the houses, none of that really, but the, your mindset is what's gonna take you where you wanna go. I mean, I could, like I said, I could tell you about the car game easily. I could teach you how to take your car and make whatever amount of money. And you, you said want. that shit a million times, bro. Right. If they can't find that shit on YouTube by now, bro, just Bruh, give it up. That's it. I could tell you how to do cars, Airbnbs, credit repair, yeah. taxes. Don't matter. It's, a, it's just money. That's simple. That's the simple part. The mindset part is the toughest part to get you to understand that you can do it. Mm. So, if you want to do it, let's do it. You want to be, you want me to be a mentor? Tap in with me. That's what it is. Sure. Or find somebody else coming back from where you're trying to go. So it only got to be about me. Find somebody who you like, somebody who, who relates to you mm -hmm. or who you can relate to, um, somebody who translates, and then you just go ahead and take that, that mentorship and then run it. Bro, I appreciate you coming through. Like, for sure. For sure. All right. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Hey, this was a great episode, man. If y'all ain't know about Mitch, y'all know about him now. <laughs> Tap into him, push man Mitch on Instagram, on sure. TikTok, on yeah. whatever. On everything, push man Mitch on all platforms, um, except Twitter. I don't fuck with Twitter, but I should, right? Might as well. I'm leaving Talk money your shit. on the table. Talk your shit. I'm leaving money on the table not having Twitter. Talk your shit, bro. Yeah, for sure. But if you want to uh, look at my pro, if anybody on here watching it, y'all want to get that rental car program, just follow me on the gram at push me and Mitch. DM me the word ride, R I D E, and then I'll get you right together. It's automated. Automatic. We ain't even got to talk. I'm going to just send you everything you need, put you in the game, have you out there making money before you can finish the whole thing. All right, man. All right. Till next time. <laughs> that was hard, bro. Damn, too many bars in one session, bro. Bro, I really ain't even giving them nothing for real. Sheesh. Why you didn't? Man, I gave him a little bit of sauce. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.